They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. This is They're Coming to Get You, Daddy. My name is Brent Shahoon. Woo! <laughs> and this is the Nature Boy, Gavin Eddings. Oh, God, I don't want to be, I don't know if I want to be Ric Flair. I don't know if I want to be, be Ric Flair. There's allegations no, floating around. That was a tribute to the Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. Yes, yes. That was your <laughs> tribute. Deep wrestling lore. <laughs> this early in the episode, like, sometimes... Some of our listeners can can like keep up. They're like I've heard of Bret Hart, I've heard of Goldberg, like mm-hmm. the Nature Boy, Buddy Rogers. Well, back yeah. in the AWA, let me tell you about <laughs> it. Like when old Dateline <laughs> AWA, nineteen twenty. Listen, when Curly the Mustache Menace went in the <laughs> ring with Old Fat Bob, let me tell you what happened. There is a horror uh, wrestling movie, and I I own it. And I have to. I can't. Is it remember. WrestleManiac? No, I don't remember. But I need to uh, wrestling horror movie. Either way, dear listener, of course you tuned in because we're watching <laughs> Terrifier 2 this episode. Yes, and I just got back from Lexington Scarefest at the time of this recording. We record a little bit in advance, so if, if anything's happened in the world, we, we, we don't know about it yet because we can't time travel. But I just got back from Lexington Scarefest um, over the weekend, and... My YouTube video should be up about it by the time this airs, so you mm-hmm. can check out all the fun about it. But I got to meet a lot of the Terrifier cast for the first time, and some for a second time, and I love this series. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea, because it's a little bit... Would you say it's a little bit violent? It's a little bit violent? It's a... You know, there's uh, they spend a little money on some blood for this one. A little bit. It's a little, it's a little gory. Maybe like a... It's it's probably like a hard PG soft PG thirteen. <laughs> uh, uh, would well, would you say this is more gory than Terrifier, the, the first one? Uh, yes, it definitely mm. is. It it definitely is. I love this series. I discovered this series actually through wrestling. Um, David Howard Thornton was on Talk Is Jericho, Chris Jericho's podcast, mm-hmm. and um, I was like, well, what's this about? So I finally got around to watching it. And I was not prepared for the hacksaw scene, which we, if you want to hear our first episode on the first Terrifier, you can go back to last year, listen to that episode. I was not prepared for how violent and just mean it was. It was very, it's a very mean-spirited, grindhouse-style movie. But there's something about the main character of Art the Clown that is captivating and makes you want to keep watching. Uh, And I, I will reiterate that I did watch the hacksaw scene on a plane next to people <laughs> and I had to hide it. Uh but yeah, David Howard Thornton who is Art the Clown uh did I'll I'll say it here. I think he was pretty good in this one as well. I think he's obviously he's the star of the movie, but I think once again he's the star. But Gavin, here's there's Pro Wrestlers versus Zombies 2014 and that one has Roddy Piper in it. Oh, okay. Jim uh. Duggan, Matt Hardy, uh, here's the one that I do have is Wrestle Massacre. I bought it at a con. That don't know anything about it. Uh, it's got Tony Atlas in it, uh, and then s- some other people that I don't know. But I own that one. We should we should choose a purposely probably bad movie, 
and let's all agree to watch it one season. Okay, I think I, I think we definitely should. I've also thought about doing an entire season of just the worst sequels. Uh, Mikey 3D actually suggested on he, he did we th- start it this this episode? <laughs> How dare you! How dare you, son of a bitch! You son Mikey of Mikey 3D. Mikey 3D. Uh, 3D. Uh, which I assume he is a Dudley boy if we want to keep doing wrestling stuff. <laughs> uh, but Mikey 3D, Mesby, he's like, you guys got to cut. If, if I subscribe to Patreon uh, for $8, I think he's at the $5 tier. Like, If I give you three more dollars a month, <laughs> will you cover Alien Resurrection? And I was like, Mikey, we haven't covered the good Alien movies yet. (laughs) We can't just start in with Resurrection, my guy. (laughs) But I thought about doing, I I think it'd be fun to do a season of just like the worst. It won't be fun for us because we'll just watch like 10 shitty movies in a row. We'll watch like two kind of good ones and kind of bad ones on this Mm -hmm. uh, so far. And then I'll be, uh, I'm glad we're watching something good because I can't take it anymore. By the time we get through it, we'll be like, ah, shit. Jason takes Manhattan. Give me that Halloween resurrection. Not Halloween. Give me that alien resurrection, baby. It's fine. I don't think I like horror anymore, Gavin. (laughs) That's what I'll say. I think I want to watch Sleepless in Seattle. (laughs) You've got mail. Something. If you do want to, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, though, patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you. We got a $2 tier, a $5 tier, and an $8 tier. $5 and above gets you a they're coming to get you sticker that we mail you just for signing up. You also get mm-hmm. to get bonus episodes, and you also get to, like, help us pick episodes uh, for the podcast. Like, next week is a viewer's choice episode where we're going to talk about Barbarian, which a lot of people had requested. So because of your Patreon suggestions, we're going to cover Barbarian next week. So there you go. We'll be there. Uh, we you mentioned we're talking about purposely bad movies that maybe this will be a peek behind if we ever do that season. Is there a movie, Gavin, to you that just stands out that like this is the worst horror movie I've ever seen? Oof, I don't know. There's a I, lo- I have two. Can I? Well, you you can think about it. Okay, go ahead. One one is House of the Dead. I think you know the the video game House of the Dead. Yes. It's a movie based off the video game, which usually those are pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, my brother, thanks for bringing him up. We rented this from Family Video. That's how long ago. Is that the last and movie he ever watched? Because I'm really sorry for prob- it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> man, what a bad choice. Uh, you know how bad that movie was? He died. <laughs> but, it, like, we, we both, like, I was not that old. I was a teenager, but I was... You know when, like, you're a kid and you're like, I think this is bad. Yeah. You know when, like, a kid says something is bad? Mm-hmm. It's bad. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's so bad that it cuts to video game footage in the middle of the movie. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with House of the Dead. Uwe Boll. Okay. Yeah. He yeah, made, yeah. He made a lot of shitty video game movies. He did, like, a Blood Rain movie. He mm-hmm. was, like, a joke in the 2000s of, like, is that an Uwe Boll movie? He, <laughs> to, like, he wanted to, like, fight critics. Like, he offered to, like, box critics or whatever. So, yeah. That That's is... like some Vince McMahon. If we're going to go with wrestling, like, yeah. he'll fight a critic. The other bad one is a movie that I would not recommend, but we watched it on the Cafeteria podcast. It's called Retard Dead. <laughs> Can we say that on the podcast? That's what it's called. That's the title of it. it, it it's like when you it's like when you do Shits Creek. It's like, it's yeah, like we you, can yeah. we can say Shits Creek on ABC if we show the logo. <laughs> uh, every time we say it during the Emmys. Yeah, it's uh is a zombie movie 
uh, and it's just really bad. Okay. No, no, re- it's just bad. So, what do you have any like super bad ones? The one that comes to mind most recently, and this is not just because it's recency bias. Um, Skinamarink. I mm-hmm. fucking hate Skinamarink. I yeah. hate Skinamarink so. Um, the sci- I haven't watched it because everybody said it wasn't good, so I was like, I'll skip it. Okay, so here's what's crazy. The the, the Science of the Scare came out this year, uh, mm-hmm. and we might do a podcast on it, but I, so I don't want to see what it's number one again. But Skinamarink was number fucking three. And, and that, I, that's for you, dear listener. That's just like a, it's based on heart rate. Yeah. Uh, we talked about in the Sinister episode. So. Yeah. Scientifically, air quotes, the most scary. So yeah, it was number but it three. Was, it was number three, and I was like, "What the? What movie are these people watching? Like, was their heart rate just ele- elevated because they were bored?" But Skinamarink, <laughs> but yeah, Skinamarink is really bad. And then I, I can't think right now. I mean, I don't. I've come to appreciate Midsummer a little bit more since it's been covered on this podcast. I didn't mm-hmm. like Midsummer for a long time, but God, Skinamarink has to be one of the worst. Besides, like. House of the Dead and those like really legendarily like yeah. really shitty ones. At least with Midsummer, that you're sticking in my craw. I don't even know what a craw is, but you're sticking yeah. in it. At least you can like think it's good filmmaking. You might yeah. not like the story. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking uh House of the Dead. That yeah. kind of like where it's just this is bad. So maybe that's a Patreon episode. Yeah, is we'll do we'll put it behind a paywall now that we talked about it. A little bit. <laughs> we really tease it. Also, I remember really hating the fourth Final Destination movie because it was like a really terrible 3D one with like the racetrack. That one is really okay. shitty too. Man, that's fine. Some like horror is one of those genres where you watch it. Somebody will be like, "Hey, this is so bad. You need to watch it now." Yeah, you know. Yeah. This is so fun. Yeah. Oh, House of the Dead. I would love to do a watch along for House of the Dead. That that'd be maybe fun. we. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about Terrifier Two, Gavin. Terrifier Two is a movie that came out in 2022 and surpassed all box office expectation. I remember being excited for it when it came out. I was there opening night, and I was like, "Surely nobody else is going to be there." I bought tickets weeks in advance. I was the only tickets there. I went there, sold out. People were so excited for this, and then it went on to make like a really decent amount of money. It mm-hmm. played all throughout Halloween. Instead of having like a one night engagement at AMC, it really blew up and really put Terrifier on the map. And this character of Art the Clown, which I've still never gone back and watched All Hallows Eve. We talked about it on our Terrifier. You episode. cream your jeans over both these movies, and you uh, still haven't watched the, uh, that's the, the your origin. Produ- First off, your producer wife needs to keep my jeans out her motherfucking mouth. Okay, <laughs> she got. She a- did. She usually she watches these with me. She's like, I don't even want to watch Terrifier. <laughs> But yeah, you told me last week, you're like, my producer wife said Gavin's creaming his jeans over, over <laughs> Art the Clown. And you know what? Guilty. I do. <laughs> I do. But I've never gone back and watched All Hallows Eve, even though I've had a literal year to go back and like watch. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> I was excited for this. It is. I love it. However, I'm going to say this, and I and I know this might be your issue with it, because I watched it last night for the first time since seeing it in theaters. Um, it's too fucking long. It is too goddamn long. At 90 minutes, it still had 45 minutes left. <laughs> and like, I, I'm a, I, cause we just covered Halloween H2O was at 90 minutes or 88 minutes. Brisk, baby. Yeah. It was quick. <laughs> I'm a man that's got things to do. And even if I don't, I don't want to watch a whole movie. I just, I saw Killers of the Flower Moon over the weekend, Gavin. Did you really? 
three and a half hours long. <laughs> and I just, and at that point, make it a series yeah. or something. But also, then I'll watch, like, uh, Casino, which is two and a half. Like, I'll watch movies that I love that are three hours long. But, like... Ever this, since I remember, I wanted to be a gangster. I wanted to be Art the Clown. <laughs> uh, uh, it's, it's Goodfellas, but with clowns. I'll have to come up with a funny title during this episode. <laughs> Goodfellas with clowns. Like, am I funny like a clown? Ha ha. Am I Art the Clown? Am I what? Am I Art? Get your clown fucking shine box. <laughs> uh, but, like, somebody said this, and I've said it over and over. Um, you get, if it's a movie, you get 90 minutes of my time. And then after that, the it has to be so much better after that ninety minutes, mm-hmm. where it has to because like, at, then it's diminishing returns t- t- for me as far as how long I'm willing to sit there and watch a movie. Yeah, that's how I felt with The Irishman. If we want to talk about Martin, four Spurs hours. Says. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I'm like, this is too fucking long, and it came out on Netflix. So you can like watch it as like a, you can like break it up. That's Four what parts, I did. Yeah. That's what I did with Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's like a five-hour movie, and I was like, "No, nah, we doing this in episodes. We ain't, we ain't yeah. gonna sit down to watch this in black and white and your weird aspect ratio. No, we good." Um, yeah. So but, yeah, that's if I'm having a gripe, which, whoa, buckle up. Uh, it's <laughs> it's this movie so long. Like even for the like for dramas and stuff, you'll have two three-hour movies, like I just mentioned, but. For horror, rarely do you get a two-hour movie. It's probably yeah. Midsummer was. I don't know how long that was. Yeah, but I, I rarely do you get a, over ninety minutes in horror. I don't think either of have, either of us have watched it. Have you seen Bo is Afraid? No, I want to, but I just heard it's super long. Yeah, Ari Aster said it was. It's three hours long, and in a recent interview, Ari Aster was disappointed at the lukewarm reception. It's like, motherfucker, you made it three hours. We are a horror people. Like, back in the 20s, they would put Frankenstein on the screen for, like, 12 minutes. They'd be like, this is the scariest <laughs> shit I've ever seen. I knew what he was I knew what he was working with for 12 minutes. Nosferatu is, I think, 45 seconds long. And they're like, this is the, we can't, we got to go to church. This is the scariest shit we've ever seen. We didn't need Joaquin Phoenix being weird for three hours. Uh, Midsummer's two hours and twenty eight minutes. So, what a little bit longer than Terrifier two. Yeah, Terrifier two is like I think uh, two hours and eighteen minutes. So this is. I'd, like... I'd rather watch Midsummer. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I will say this: Terrifier is a ninety minute grindhouse movie. It is not a two hour and twenty minute movie. And I yeah. think for me, I think why it has the issues. I've met the director, Damien Leone, twice. He's always very nice. But he is the writer, the director, the editor, and the special effects. You cannot be all of those things. You can be the writer and director. Mm -hmm. You cannot edit your own movie because then you're going to, like, leave stuff in that can clearly be cut. You got to have a no man. Yeah. You know, and I – the, but I think there are good things about because I hate when we talked on like our Halloween ends episode. We had to find some positives. I hate when uh, a podcast or anything just trashes a whole movie because there are good things about this movie yeah. too, and we'll get to those. But from the jump, it's two. It's oh, almost two and a half hours long. It's just too long. That's a yeah. commitment. Again, yeah. we haven't watched Bo's Afraid or I didn't watch The Irishman for forever because it was like ah. I don't want to watch a four-hour movie, but I'll watch four one-hour episodes or something, you know? Yeah, because at least because you have jumping-off points. You may not Mm -hmm. plan on watching four episodes, but if you only watch one or two, 
you're good. But if you're really feeling it, because each episode's going to like progress the story. Or you'll watch like, I just watched a five-hour wrestling pay-per-view. And that's too long sometimes. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, okay, let's let, we don't need this much wrestling on your show. But Terrifier 2, 100%, I'll agree with you, off the bat, way too long. 90 minutes to 110 minutes, that is the sweet spot. You do not need to go over two and a half hour mark. You are not trying to win an Oscar, my friends. Well, and even in comedy, like when if you get approached by a venue or somebody's like, hey, you guys should do a show, just what I've learned over the years, I don't know what you've learned, Gavin, but I, I always just say 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's what, because some places are like, yeah, we want a three hour show. And I, I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> you know, I, I've told this story to you off mic. I don't know if I told it on the show or not. Um, one of our friends, uh, Donnie Baker, who was on Bob and Tom, passed away mm-hmm. recently. An incredibly. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I know. Incredibly nice man. Rest in peace. He was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I performed for him. I got to open for him twice at the at, at the Princeton Theater up here in um, Indiana. And the, the booker, it was supposed to be me, a magician, and then Donnie. Baker and then Donnie the, the magician dropped out because the booker was trying to get around COVID protocols he's like we're gonna shut down again gotta move the show from Sunday to Friday and we're like okay mm-hmm. and the magician's like I'm already booked like I I can't yeah. make it and then he disappeared uh, <laughs> but the guy uh messaged me and he's like hey the magician dropped out instead of doing 20 can you do 45 minutes up mm-hmm. front and I go absolutely fucking not do I have 45 minutes? I do. It's not the most polished, but nobody wants to see me for 45 minutes. And because at that point, I'm just keeping them from seeing who they actually want to see. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've, I've opened up for bigger names, too. And it's like, hey, man, I hope the opener for Tom Green does a really long time. You know? <laughs> I know I'm here for Tom Segura, but I really hope his opener does a tight 90. <laughs> I love Metallica, but I want that opening. But now that's different because they bring in bigger bands. But yeah, it's like we we've it's sometimes the the opener is like the waiting room till everybody gets settled in. Yeah, you know. Uh, uh so th- I say that to, you know, like ninety minutes tops is is what most people are good for. And even then, man, we we talked about host. We've not talked about on this show, but that movie host is an hour. Yeah, and I'm like. I, this is great. Those Universal <laughs> Monster movies, those are an hour. Yeah. I don't hate that. And people were shitting their pants. They were just like, this is... Ejaculating the-, the aisles. That's how scary <laughs> it was. Uh, uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, I just made white goo in the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was an Italian film. That was a giallo. White goo in the aisles. <laughs> uh, the gelato films of the of, of Italy. Yes. Mm. Um, but, okay, so I had seen this in theaters. You had somehow just... It's not, I think it's safe to say, this is not your cup of tea. No. (laughs) (laughs) So you had not seen this. You finally watched it because I was like, we got to watch Terrifier 2. It's it's coming out as a re release. We got to You are the only reason we did this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. I'm like the Hoobastank reason for you. Uh, So, what did you think overall watching this? Just. Uh, just a little bit of an overall, we'll get into the, in the specifics, but what is yeah. your, I'm going to take not great based on you, based on your, <laughs> but, but what did you think kind of overall? I, I, I did watch this in two different chunks and not because it's super, I just, that's how it played out with life. And you, and you, have, to, and you have to chunk it up too. Like it, the movie is very chunky to begin with. You could chunk it. Yeah. Uh, 
it's, it's, does this movie have like a real narrative and like goal to it? Yes, I think. The story doesn't make a lot of sense, but it does have more story than the first Terrifier. Would you agree? Yeah, because it has some story. <laughs> yes, and it has like Terrifier One was just Art the Clown killing people nonstop and just being kind of nasty and introducing the world to the character. This actually has the cast of Lauren Lavera who plays Sienna, Elliot Fulham who plays Jonathan, um, and then you have like her friends. And Sienna is actually a pretty good female lead. I think she does a really good job being the uh, protagonist against Art. Yeah. Yeah, I. It's just th- th- you have the stuff with uh, it's her and her brother, uh, but then like the dad passed away, mm-hmm. but committed suicide, drove into like a power station or something, right? Yes, yeah. Thanks for bringing him up. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> he probably ran into Bucky from Halloween four or five. <laughs> I don't remember, uh, but I. I just like that you have that backstory of the dad was d- doing drawings in the notebook or whatever, and then like his drawings were coming to life, or he was drawing things that were real life. I was not clear on that part, but I I would have because I I took to Reddit after this movie to see what we all thought about it. Yes, and some of the theories were like, is Art the Clown her dad? I mean, was th- like it- a thing could be these yeah but basically he's drawing stuff in the future like he's having these premonitions he's drawing the mm-hmm. miles county clown and yeah. uh that's kind of what they call art you also have in the first movie art shoots himself and he's dead and you're like oh well he killed him but then he comes back we don't know what mysterious forces bring him back or what is happening you have mm-hmm. the situation with like the little pale girl who's introduced in this and then uh, kind of going going to the end where you think like, oh, Art is now dead. But then you have another character giving birth to his head in a post credit screen in a post credit scene that also Chris Jericho is involved in. So oh, I didn't even stick around. I, I, I didn't stick around for the credits. OK. You, oh, yeah. So you now missed, it all makes sense. Yeah. Had you just watched <laughs> the oh, my God. So you didn't watch after what, what happened after the credits? No, I gave them two hours and 26 minutes, and I said no. They only needed uh, 15 more, Brent. Uh, yeah, I just didn't stick around. So what happens in the post credit scene? Okay, so what happens in the post credit scene is, uh, and we're jumping all over the place here, but what happens is yeah. I, I have to catch Brent up on what happened so that he can- I'm sorry, I didn't do my job. <laughs> so, so as you can have time. So uh, the girl with the face who gets like her face eaten or whatever in the first movie? Yeah. Vicky. Um, she's in an insane asylum and, uh, Chris Jericho is a security guard or whatever. And they're talking back and forth. Anyway, she starts like bleeding everywhere and writing like a bunch of shit on the walls and blood, like pig and like mm-hmm. whore. And then she Y2J. gives Y2J, Y2J, save us Y2J. <laughs> uh, you just made the list. A lot of Chris Jericho related references. Yeah. References. Yeah. Um, and then she gives birth to like art, the clown's head. And then it just ends. So does that make more sense for, to you? Oh, yeah. Now that you say that, she gave birth to the uh, thing from The Thing. Yeah. Just a head with spider legs. Uh, Yeah. Th- there's a lot of shit in this movie that I don't understand, but I don't know that you're supp- – I think it's weird for weird's sake, I think. 
Yeah, and I think that's where the editing kind of would have helped had you like trimmed some of it down and made it a little bit more of a straightforward narrative. Because at, 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 at the heart, Art the Clown comes back to life, and he is back to terrorize after a year. He, he kills... The he kills Tara and the other girl with the hacksaw in the mm-hmm. first movie. Then he he kills himself, goes to the coroner, comes back to life, kills the coroner in a brutal ass opening scene. How do you feel about like the gore right off the bat? Well, I because I was because this does this pick up pick up immediately after the first movie? Yes, it does. Okay, because it just kind of kicked off, and I don't hate when the action is immediate. You know, that's the thing mm-hmm. they say, write your movie that way, yeah. you know? Um, I like that kill of the, the coroner because what he plucks his eyeball out and then puts his uh, hit the coroner's eye in his eye. Yes. But then he, like, splits the guy's head down the middle. Yeah. And, like, I I that kill, I I liked all the kills. That's, like, a highlight of this movie. But some of the stuff, it's just I felt like there's no reason for what was happening, you know? Yeah, and that was a lot of it because we'll get to the bedroom scene here in a little bit, which is like the scene. Um, and when I met, um, when I met over the weekend, I met Casey Hartnett, who played Allie, who's in the bedroom scene. <clears throat> and I was like, "What's it like to have like the scene in Terrifier two, like the other girl had in Terror?" She's like, "Yeah, it was a lot." She's like, "It was fun, but it was like." a lot to shoot. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've, you've got all these kills that are over the top and a lot of them are more over the top because production shut down during COVID. So they yeah. had all this extra time to like make more molds of body parts and just make these kills more over the top. And like a movie, like the thing you've got some of the most gross, realistic yet slightly off putting effects that mm-hmm. make it look so worse. Like it's not hyper realistic where it's like, uh, it's kind of like that Dawn of the Dead style where it, it looks real enough, but also fake enough that you're like, this somehow makes it worse. I, I think, yeah, because it, and then it was like, I just felt like, because I'd like to know Art the Clown's motivations of why he, because like at one point he like bites into a heart. Yeah. Another part, like he's eating the little brother, like, and I, that's like the appeal of Michael Myers. You don't really know a lot, but then you get some backstory painted in. Yeah. I just would like a little more to, because back to what we were saying, he just kind of comes, he respawns essentially and comes back for more carnage. But it's like, I don't, I would like like some kind of narrative of where is this going, you know, yeah. in this movie. And maybe that's what Terrifier 3 will fill in. Like where Art the Clown comes from, what mm-hmm. he actually is, what twists will be there. But I like a scene of just like Art the Clown coming back, killing a dude, and then going to do his laundry, which is yeah. such a very creative scene that you you never see like Michael Myers just like doing laundry. Uh, you've seen him hanging around laundry. <laughs> <laughs> My boy's a freak in the sheets a couple times. <laughs> I, I did like it because it's... I on Reddit there was a couple of things that I really struck me, so I don't have to have my own opinions. But somebody said every scene in this is two to three minutes too long. Mm-hmm. But then also like somebody said that Art li- lives by cartoon rules. Yeah. So like if he got hit by an anvil, he'd he'd come uh, you know walking out all smushed down, and then he'd blow in his thumb, and then blow him. So that's this character, you know. Yeah. 
and like him doing laundry is a kind of, it's a, it's a Looney Tunes thing to do. He, like if he looked at the camera and said, it's a living. Yeah. It, it would kind of fit in, but yeah. I do like him doing laundry cause it's funny. It's slapstick, but then you meet the little girl clown. Yeah. And I, then she like, uh, shits blood <laughs> and or diarrhea for no reason. <laughs> And and looks at him, but then, but then, she's not there, but she is there. Help me, Gavin. <laughs> I'm your only hope. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah. So, little pale girl. We don't know a lot about her. We don't know if she's like Art's daughter. We know that she is like a missing girl at one point because uh, Jonathan is like, well, that girl went missing last year, and I, I swear that it's the girl I saw in the school or whatever. So we, we we don't know what the little pale girl is. We know that she's somehow connected to Art. We don't know if she's guiding him or if they're, like, related somehow. But she is there. She does make an entrance when she does poop herself. I forgot about that when I watched. I go, oh, yeah, this is weird. This is weird. And we don't know what's happening with this. But if, if there was ever time to shit yourself, the laundry mat would be a pretty good time to do. Yeah, it. it's got that tile floor. You can just mop it up. You can you can throw your britches in the shower or you in, can in the washing wash your clothes. You can wash them really good. <laughs> get them clean. Um, but yeah, Art the clown. He he washes himself and then he just uh, we get some clown nudity. So that could be best nudity for the season. It, it is like when you. Like a, that Looney Tune stuff where you see them take the costume off and it's just kind of a guy. Yeah. Uh, which, which I don't I don't know that I liked to just see that it was a guy, but obviously he's not just a guy. Yeah. So you're like, I didn't like seeing the flattest ass on a man. Uh, I like yeah, my he was ca- shoulders to ankles. <laughs> <laughs> I like my killers with a little more meat on them. <clears throat> I do. I li- I like some thick. I, I like, like that bloated thick. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> I, li- <laughs> I like who, some chunky. Who is the okay? Who do you th- <laughs> for a Patreon episode? Who is the thickest <laughs> killer? <laughs> Maybe Leatherface. If you saw Leatherface's outline on a mud flap, <laughs> on a Texas on a Texas <laughs> highway, you see. The- it did say back off like the Yosemite Sam ones. <laughs> I think I I do think that Leatherface do, is the thickest m- movie villain. I, I think, or, or at least horror killer. He's got yeah. I mean, always eating that barbecue. He's got just a fucking dump truck ass. Oh man, my, I, my man's got cheeks for weeks. Yeah, you know who else think who I think might be a little thick downstairs. I think Candyman could probably throw it back. I I I don't know that candy cuz Tony Todd's a skinny guy. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of who <laughs> That's how good this movie was. <laughs> We're like who's the curviest of them all? Hey, give me one second. Candyman, 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 uh, Candyman. No, no. Oh, there is throw it back. Oh man, he fucking grinding. You can't see right now. He's fucking throwing it back. Oh my god. Uh, Candyman dumper on him. Candyman's Lizzo. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> she is li- he she's Lizzo now. He's got no uh, hook on his hand. He's got a flute. <laughs> Just took a DNA test. I'm 100% that B. Candy man. I heard you were looking for that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, th- I think it's... Uh, may- I'd have to think of... Uh, maybe some of the clowns from Killer Cons from Outer Space. Oh, like Bibbo or Jumbo? 
Yeah, I don't know their names, but uh <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, they, but that... there there's Jumbo, Bibbo, Lizzo. They're all in there. <laughs> hey, come on. Let's not we, body shame the body shamer. I think we can be shitty to Lizzo now. I feel like we can finally, we're like, finally, we don't have to pretend anymore. She's eating bananas out of assholes or whatever. We're good. Uh, but I would, I think uh, probably the, the nicest uh, dumper goes to Art the Clown. <laughs> it's a pretty nice, it's, it's not a badass. It's not a He is wearing whitey tidies, right? No, he's he's no, he's just ass. He's just ass oh out. yeah, that's right. He's just face down, ass up. That, that that's the way he likes to a uh, yuck so. with his bare ass on a seat, <laughs> public seat. <laughs> the laundromat, baby. They clean it every day, don't they? No, they don't. Uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, go ahead. Uh, you got him, and you have him in the laundromat. He cleans himself up. He kills a guy with a broomstick. He mm-hmm. plays patty cake with the little pale girl, and then he goes away for a year. He goes away for a whole year. Does she that little girl have a name? Little, uh, she is the little pale girl. That's her name. Okay, yes. little pale girl. Yeah, uh, that's what they called me when I was a kid. Little pale girl. <laughs> <laughs> you like is that Pippi Longstockings? Who's that? And then he's dormant. So do you think? Because in the first one, we see hit a scene of him like at the workbench getting his tools of destruction ready do you think he's laying dormant do you think he he hibernates like it you know these clowns they be hibernating <laughs> these clowns uh, be sleeping most of the time <laughs> but like what what is he doing in that year do you think um first off i think he hides out in the warehouse from robocop he hides out there and then mm-hmm. uh when it's time to come out um yeah i think he hibernates i think he's tied to halloween somehow I think he is tied to Halloween because that's when he killed everybody the year before. He seems mm-hmm. to only want to come out on Halloween. So I don't know if maybe he has like a sister or a sibling he needs to go after every Halloween to take out <laughs> on their 17th birthday, perhaps. I don't know. Who uh, may or may not be the sister, depending on depending on who who's directing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think that there is something tied to Halloween for him. Of course, he first appeared in All Hallows' Eve, which we've never seen. And mm-hmm. uh, he comes out in Terrifier. By, by the time Terrifier 3 comes out, I will have watched All Hallows' Eve. I uh, doubt it. When it's back on Tubi uh, instead of the Halloween. But, yeah, I think that he definitely has something kind of ties to Halloween. Because then he comes out again and then starts really messing with a lot of people. He sees uh, Sienna, who is mm-hmm. played by Lauren Levera. She is... A cosplayer. She wants to cosplay one of her dad's designs that that he drew in the same sketchbook that that he drew the Miles County Clown Art the Clown. So there's some kind of tie there. Um, what do you think about like this family that that they get introduced in this? You've got the mom of Barbara. You've got Jonathan. You got Sienna. What do you think about this as a single mom family? Barbara. Oh, oh, they're coming the, to get you. It's the word of the day. Yeah, uh, they 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 also watch that movie in this. I think I don't like the mom at all. I hate this mom character because she is just angry all the time, and it reminds me so much of my own. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, but like, she just makes choices in this movie that I hate. Like when when she thinks her kid like has uh shaving cream the car and and to- tp the car and then she starts to clean it up herself yeah if you made a big ass mess gavin what would your mom do she gonna beat my ass 
and I turned and out then, okay. And then I, but I turned out violent. <laughs> uh, and we drank from the hose. <laughs> you get a you. You ever had your ass beat by with a Hot Wheels track? <laughs> my mama made me go outside and pick my switch. And if it wasn't big enough, she'd be like, "You get your ass back out there." Beat them kids. <laughs> uh, but like. I think any mom would be like so pissed and then whoop your ass, but then also make you clean it up. Why is she waiting? Why is she cleaning it up rather? Like, mm-hmm. I just thought that was a, a weird choice. But again, you had to do that to get her to get killed by art, but still. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for the mom either. I felt really bad because uh, when I did, did my review on my YouTube channel, I went very hard on the mom. Mm-hmm. And she was at the con I went to. I did not meet her. But I wouldn't really. I feel bad when I'm just like really mean about somebody's acting. I, I could have been a little nicer, but I said like I, I think I said something mean like she makes Sherry Moon look Oscar worthy. Like I, I usually not one to like critique somebody's acting, but I felt that way when I watched. It. I was like, I just don't know that this is the best perform. And I hate to say that about somebody's. Yeah, I do too. And I think, acting. I think also at Stata, everybody else does such a really good job. That mm-hmm. it, it just it just came across very wooden. Yeah, it, like she she was also at a ten. I think the whole movie. Yeah, there was yeah. no second gear, third gear to again. But I I don't know anything about acting anyway, so I I try to not to critique somebody's performance. I've but. seen your sketches, so yeah, you probably shouldn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless no. it's yelling in the car. I don't know nothing about it. I mean, she. Was, I think she does yell, yell in a car at one, one point. You're like, I wouldn't have done it that way. Uh, <laughs> well, you're not wearing one Oakley sunglass. <laughs> you don't have one backward hat. You're not drinking any beer. You didn't sell me one goddamn koozie. How Coos- could... <laughs> I raised my emotional support merch pitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I th- for all of the birds, she was, she, she was a very nice person. Person from everybody that I met at the con, from okay. everybody that met her at the con. So I don't want to say anything bad about the actress. Just the the, the performance wasn't the best. Uh, but everybody else, I think, is really likable, and that's something that I liked the I liked uh, the character of Tara from the first one. Uh, but you really have actors and actresses in this movie. Lauren Levera gives a great performance as like a cosplayer. Elliot Fulham as Jonathan is really good as like the brother. Um, I when I talked to Elliot Fulham, I was like, "Thank you so much for representing skinny nerds with glasses." Um, so <laughs> I, it's like I can see myself on screen right now. Thank you so much. Yeah, I, I'd have to thank the kid from It for representing fat nerds. <laughs> Your hair is December. <laughs> Your hair is, is Denver, December Embers or some shit. And I'm there too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I like um, I like all that. You do have the the friendship between uh, Sienna, Allie, and Brooke, and, right? And Brooke, yeah, you got that 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 friendship. They they do give off kind of that uh, Lori Strode trio of girls type of vibe. From, totally. From, from from yeah, totally. There you go. Totally. <laughs> And one thing that I do want to say is I like that this movie does feel very much like Halloween. It may not mm-hmm. be your cup of tea, but if you said, what's a good movie to watch that, that involves the holiday of Halloween, Terrifier 2 really nails it. You've got the costume shop scene. You've got the trick-or-treating scene. So it feels like Halloween. Yeah, and it's I feel like when movies don't nail how Halloween feels, I just how do you not nail leaves and nighttime <laughs> and candy like it's 
it's I don't think it's that hard to nail that feel of Halloween. You don't need a I I I guess you could I think you need a lot, but I could tell you what you need. It's not ambiguous. Yeah. That's why movies like Trick or Treat, the original Halloween, they hold up so well is because every Halloween, October thirty first, you you can put that on and be like, Yeah, this is what it feels like right now. And I think Terrifier two does nail na- na- that for all its fault of being too long, it does feel very Halloween, which I can appreciate. Yeah. What what was your other highlight about this movie? Um, really, I think the story is pretty good. I think you've got some of what the... What is the story? The story is you've got Sienna versus Art. You don't know what's going on, but you've got, like, a good versus evil tale of Sienna's got some sort of, like, magic sword. She goes to, in her dreams, she goes to the Clown Cafe, which... That, yeah, go ahead. Uh, Clown Cafe, I like it. It is too long. It's too long of a sequence. Um... It, it, it's fun for a little bit. The song is very, very catchy, but mm-hmm. and it, but it's kind of like, well, what is this place? What is the Clown Cafe? Where is Sienna going? Why is she being selected by Art? Is it because her dad was drawing stuff? But but then we don't get the answers. Like... Yes, yeah, because Terrifier three, baby, we got to do the third one. Uh, but I get it. I, I, but I wait, I, there's more. But I I do get it when when they don't answer anything. But did you like the Clown Cafe stuff? I thought it was too long. I really loved the uh, banjo player being on fire and still dancing. I don't know how they did that effect. Yeah. Unless they just literally set somebody on fire and had them dance. I think they said, I, I think they really set somebody on fire because most of this, I really love the practical effects of this because Damien mm-hmm. Leone is a special effects guy, first and foremost. The practical effects is there's no CGI blood, anything. Mm-hmm. It's all just. Uh, latex and some fake blood and it really adds to that grindhouse aesthetic this movie has Mm -hmm. a certain look to it that isn't so clean or filmmade it does have that it does have a very homemade look to it which i Mm -hmm. really love and like if you look at you like it has a style so many horror movies kind of blend together but this has a distinct style to it which does help set it apart well i think the the music too adds to it i want to talk about that eventually but I mean, even the the budget was like what two two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and it ended up making fifteen point four million. Like that's those are crazy numbers. Yeah, the yeah, it was made for a quarter of a million dollars. Ended up making over fifteen million. That is crazy. One of the most profitable horror movies of all time. And what needs to be said about this? Terrifier two had zero marketing campaign. I did a video about the history of Terrifier on my channel last last year about how Terrifier two really made history. This is the highest grossing unrated movie of all time. It was released in theaters completely uncut without a rating. It had no advertising aside from like word of mouth and maybe some internet stuff from like bloodydisgusting.com. Never ran an ad. There were other profitable movies like The Blair Witch Project and Paranormal Activity, but those had huge marketing campaigns behind it. Mm-hmm. Terrifier 2 was literally word of mouth and Stephen King going, This movie's fucking gross. Y'all got to yeah. go see it. Well, even there were the, and I didn't look up the actual accounts but i i remember when it came out was news stories of it was like the exorcist of they were saying i threw up in the theater it was so gross like that stuff goes a long way for audiences now i have to go see it because what is what's this guy throwing up about or when they say oh i think the the set was really haunted yeah and i think that's all bullshit when movies do that but like it builds a lore to the movie 
Yeah, there was uh, people having. Uh, there was one tweet that went around where somebody had an ambulance called because they were mm-hmm. like they, they they passed out watching this because it was just so gross. They were handing out barf bags at the theaters because it was uh, very very gross. People people were throwing up. There was a lot of turbulence in that theater too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when in my showing, when the uh, mask came down, I made sure to mm-hmm. put on mine first, like they tell yep. you to, um, and that's really how you how they get you. But when you have this really natural, like you, you can say it's the scariest movie of all time until the cows come home, if you will. But until mm-hmm. you're like, oh, my fucking cousin just pissed and shit themselves all over this theater. You got to go see this movie. Mm-hmm. And I just won't go see it at that theater if he's pissing and shitting all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, um, it's like Terrifier Two is that episode of South Park, like the tale of Scrody McBooger Balls. Oh yeah, when, yeah. When, when they tell the story, so gross. Like, and then he, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> they're uh, handing out puppy pads at the door. Yeah. Okay, so let's talk about let, let's talk about what this movie is mostly known for. I do like the story, like I said, whatever it might be. It does have a strong female lead, which I appreciate. Uh, which Stephanie, she watched the first Terrifier. She's like, "This is garbage. This is trash." Mm-hmm. But she was the only one who was available to go with me to this to see the second one because a lot of my friends dropped out and couldn't go. And she's like, this is really gross, but I really, but I liked it enough. She's like, this mm-hmm. is not my cup of tea. It's very violent, but it's very funny. Because she liked Art the Clown because he does act very much like a clown. He's very funny. He does so much. David Howard Thornton does so much with, with his facial expressions and as a mime and as just his expressions. It, it's a very funny character more so than like Pennywise who Tim Curry Pennywise is kind of funny Art the Clown mm-hmm. does clown shit and that makes me laugh who's the funniest horror character there's Freddy you you put Freddy in there I think Freddy's there I think honestly I think for me the funniest character would have to be I think Chucky is the funniest it, oh it, yeah yeah I, I think that wise cracking little redhead you know those gingers are pretty funny I've heard yeah us gingers are pretty funny and yeah when we take souls yeah <laughs> <laughs> do a dambling you hear about this you guys hear about this uh I I think Chucky's the funniest but art the clown is funny without saying a word just his smiling mm-hmm. and just putting on those dumb sunglasses it's well you, you really take something even though Mike like Michael Myers and Jason so many of those characters say no words so then you you have to become such a better actor because you're you have no words you know yeah it's you're you're using your body and conveying what you what you're saying without saying it like it's and I David Howard Thornton is great in both movies yeah and he has an advantage too where he gets to like show his face he gets to show his Mm -hmm. eyes he's not wearing a hockey mask the whole time where yes, he he's yeah. kind of be a, so he does get the privilege of being able to show like his face and like mime laugh and things like that. So that's great. Um, but the thing that people go to these movies for and what makes people throw up in theaters is the gore. We talked about that opening scene with the you got the opening scene with the guy um, getting his head cracked open. You've got the guy in the laundromat getting his head uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> speared with Mopped a in. yeah. You've got possum guts everywhere, which I think is like the grossest thing in, in the entire movie. It's just oh, like I forgot about that. Yeah, because yeah. the the little brother's like almost doing serial killer shit. Yeah. Besides, like torturing animals and wet in the bed. Yeah. Like, well, you know. they they think he's doing serial killer shit. They they mm-hmm. think he's he's just finding a dead dead possum and people are like teasing him, but no, he's like playing with the dead dead possum in the school. 
And mm-hmm. um, you've got a cameo of a teacher uh, played by Felissa Rose, who was in Sleepaway Camp. You mean Sleepaway Camp? Yeah. That's why I call her. Yeah, I met her hey, over the- Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I met her over the weekend. Yeah. Um, when I, uh, she is legitimately one of the kindest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. Like she is mm-hmm. Matthew Lillard tier. Like she takes time with everybody to like talk to you about whatever. She loves making like the Angela face at, from the end mm-hmm. of the movie. She was incredible. If you ever go to a horror con, Felissa Rose is genuinely kind and amazing and will make you feel like the best ever. It's not like my favorite movie, but it was enough to where I bought this Gavin this custom figure. It's a, above there, I'm above my head, but I think I showed it to you. Somebody made the Angela figure from Sleepaway Camp, but you, if you pull her pants down, it's the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> it's very detailed. Uh, I don't think that's an Angela. I think that's just something you have. I don't think you're just like uh, you, you know. Get- I'm. Squ- I'm thinking about it now. It's just a, n- a nude man. <laughs> <laughs> just a nude man. You know, <laughs> as you do. As yeah. you do. Um, but you've got him doing that. But the gore in this, and let's uh, you've got the scene with, I think his name's Ricky, in the costume shop. And that yeah. scene is like art at his funniest, where he's like honking horns and just being an asshole customer. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite lines in the entire movie is when he goes up to Sienna with a little horn and she's like, please don't. Mm-hmm. Like, that makes me laugh so hard every time because you know he's going to honk that horn, but just the plea of, please don't. That's exactly like what producer wife would say when I have like a, like a horn or anything where she knows I'm about to do it, but that's a wife thing to say is, please don't. God, I you know how lucky our partners are for being able to date such funny people they must laugh all the time god they fucking love it i'm sure they just god <laughs> just a constant non-stop riot they don't have to deal with any of the the depression off stage no nope. or our need to be validated no it's just constant jokes baby just constant doing a, a tight five every time we see them <laughs> yeah because everything's jokes all the time yeah there's no darkness to this there's no darkness the party never stops baby the party never <laughs> hello stops. darkness my <laughs> old friend uh but you've got art the clown he who fucks up ricky in the costume mm-hmm. shop and it's like these kills are so they go on so long like he doesn't just like yeah he doesn't only smash a bottle over Ricky's face. He then shoves a jagged bottle into his eye, and Ricky's like, "Ah, oh, shit, no, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> and then he's like getting his face cut off and his head cut off and just, uh, it, it's so much. The thing is, like, if if they cut other things, I, I'm okay with, like, the kills being this long, I think. Oh, me too. It, if they really, they've leaned into it, but I think if you trim the rest of the movie and make it that way, like where it's it's clearly we're here. This is a kill machine. Like yeah. we need to do these little things so then we can kill the guy at the store. You know. Yeah, but then you have scenes where like uh, towards the end where there's like at the dance club for way too long, and you're like, there's nobody talking in this. They're just dancing. They're just dancing. It's just yeah. There's a like I don't know. I guess it says something about a movie when I'm making those decisions in my head while watching i'm like nothing's happening yeah nothing's being achieved no stories being moved along you know that's and i guess if you didn't tell me how long the movie was i then i'd probably just get antsy with how long is this goddamn movie you know (laughs) yeah and like there are scenes where we're just watching like 
their mom do her job as an insurance agent. And I was yeah. like, I was like, what is she? <laughs> a little bit of that. Just you give me a little bit of it to let me know what she does. But I don't need a whole scene of it. You like know? she got somebody their premium down. And I was like, good for them. Good for them. <laughs> they can Thank go to you, the Barbara. Thank you, Barbara. We can go to the hospital now. <laughs> but you've got Ricky in the cotton shop, and then uh, the scene what, that everybody ta- ta- talks about in this, it is the bedroom scene. Mm-hmm. The bedroom scene where you've got the character of Allie. Art knocks on the door to trick-or-treat. She's like, aren't you a little old to be trick-or-treating? And he just wants candy. Um, mm-hmm. She gives him candy, and then he leaves. He breaks in, chases her to the bedroom, cuts her face with like a scalpel, and then like scalps her. And then puts her on the bed, tears her arm off, and like it's just so over the top. He he cuts her back open. He rips her. He, he breaks her arm, rips her arm off, and then uh, he leaves. And you're like, all right, okay. Well, that was a lot. That was a mm-hmm. now. When you saw this scene for the first time, did you know that this was coming or no? No, I didn't. I didn't know anything about this movie really, besides it was Art the Clown. Yeah. So he leaves the bedroom, and then like comes back with like bleach and salt and you're like god damn okay what, what does he do like it's just so nasty and so mean and Allie is such a sweet character and the actress is very nice as well but she's just such a nice sweet character she didn't hurt anybody you're like this is going on for a long ass time again this that's torture porn that's what that is like do, do you think it is yeah more so than like a guy sawing his foot off to go see his family yeah that's what literally this 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 saying is putting salt into the wound and that's what it's doing (laughs) like i don't and see i don't know if i'd consider it torture porn or not yeah because i think that i think that it's so over the top Mm -hmm. that it becomes I laugh at uncomfortable things. Like you and I both saw Saw X, and when, if we're watching like somebody suck bone marrow out of them, we're like, <laughs> this is, "We're having yeah. fun. We're, <laughs> we love this. We love this." But it just becomes so over the top that that all, all you can do is like smile and laugh because it's just yeah. we know it's not real. It's also like, uh, it's just it's so like the bleach and the salt. Like I think it'd be meaner if they had just stopped it at her getting scalped and like her arm ripped off. I think that's meaner than how they Mm -hmm. went with it because they took it so far over the top that it becomes absurd. Well, then let me also clarify that you can laugh at torture porn. (laughs) (laughs) That just because it's like, I guess if it was a lot more sinister, like if it played out, I've never seen last house on the left because I've just heard it's, rapey and and i eventually i will but it's rough it's I, not fun. i guess if you if you're talking like uh the scene in and the devil's rejects where otis is in the hotel mm-hmm. that's more sinister that and that's like i don't even think there's torture in it but like if somebody said that's torture porn yeah maybe you know i guess what what, what you said it's there's it's so over the top. How could you not think this is funny? You yeah. Know? So there is a very uncomfortable moment, though, in the bedroom scene that I was very worried they were going to. And it's it's, it's weird to say this and, and to kind of frame it like this because it it's violence towards women, but it's also violence towards everybody because a little bit later on, a dude gets his dick literally, literally stabbed off. So, yeah, yeah. So he's, he's an equal opportunity. Like, he kills fucking everybody in these brutal ways. But because... There's a scene in the bed bedroom scene where where he like has her over the bed and like gets on top of her 
And I was mm-hmm. like, please don't, please don't do what I think you're gonna do. And he yeah. doesn't. I was re- <laughs> I was relieved he only ripped her arm off <laughs> and then put bleach on her. I was just so happy there wasn't any overt like sexual assault. Now it can be argued that there was some of that in the first one when, when he cut somebody down vag first, obviously. But I'm but I'm glad there's no like overt sexual violence yeah. or, or rape. Like I really hope they just steer away from that because he. I don't think you need to make. I don't. I don't think you need to add that to Art's character to make him any more scary. We don't need to make him like an actual rapist. Well, it's it's the Nightmare on Elm Street remake where they lean into he is a pedophile. Yeah, <laughs> like that kind of that pedophilia and rape is true, true horror. Yeah. That stuff is real and exists, and you can turn on the TV right now, and they're probably talking about some form of whatever. Yeah. That's why people watch these movies. Yes. To escape that. And I don't, like, if I know there's this episode of The Sopranos where somebody gets raped in a in a, a parking garage, mm-hmm. and then it's like, I don't really want to watch that because it doesn't make me feel good. Employee you know? of the Month. That is the yeah. episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, you I know mean that I... Dane Cook movie? <laughs> It was a weird crossover. I didn't like it. The Jessica Simpson, <laughs> Dane Cook movie. But it's like, that's like, we watch these movies to, because we know this, this is controlled. Yeah. And we know it's not real. But when you, once you cross that line of real horror, then it's just not fun. Cause then you're reminded of real things. It and I, I I understand right now some people are listening like that is fucked up. It's like we watch this woman get scalped and salted but not raped, and they're like, okay, yeah. good, woo, woo, thank oh, God. Man. But it's <laughs> I don't know. It's just different levels for me, and I just yeah, I just we don't. If any of the producers are listening to this pod podcast, I love Terrifier. Don't 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 do sexual violence. There, there's too much of it in the world. Just do regular good old. Blood and guts gore for my for your horror. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But overall, what do you think of that scene where that woman got brutally cut up? I th- I think he didn't go far enough, if we're being <laughs> honest. Um, they actually built an animatronic. Like that's an animatronic when uh when the, her mom comes in and she's like, Mom. Like, <laughs> yeah. They built an animatronic just to say the word mom in that in, in that scene. Yeah, I thought the, uh was that the that's not the one with the mashed potatoes, right? The no. <laughs> Okay. Somebody on Reddit was just like, Terrifier 2 has just this weird ju- just this weird aura about it. Cause they're like, p- people keep saying like the bedroom scene or the mm-hmm. possum scene or the mashed potato scene. Like, some of y'all motherfuckers making shit up now. You're like, yeah, what's the, yeah. what? there ain't no mashed potato scene. And then there is a mashed potato scene. Mm-hmm. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, again, I think the kills are the highlight of the movie, and I, I don't know, I don't know that any of the people involved in it would say otherwise. I yeah. think, right? No, not at all. Um, the mashed potato scene, of course. Um, Barbara gets shot in the face point blank with a sawed-off shotgun. Again, Art the clown cheating by using guns, which we talked about in the first Terrifier episode. Mm-hmm. It's just so. It feels like a cheat code when, like, if Michael Myers just has a, a an Uzi, like Halloween is much shorter. Yeah, but uh, that's a, a thing I liked about the first one and about this, where like he just has a gun. Yeah, it you don't see that unless it's a scream, but then yeah. that's real people. Yeah, not supernatural or whatever you classify most other uh, yeah horror villains, but. 
I just like it because he's will. He's like, I need a backup, man, yeah. in case I get into a corner. Yeah. I like the scene of a clown with a Tommy gun in the clown cafe when he just Tommy guns everybody like he's in Dick Tracy. I was like, yeah. this is fun and something you don't see every day. I think I, don't, I think uh, Jason needed a Tommy gun. I think you get a you put a werewolf in a Nazi uniform and give him a semi-automatic weapon. Yeah. And then you got an American <laughs> werewolf in London. Yeah. Actually, if you give Jay, Jason a Tommy gun, it's a Tommy Jarvis gun, actually. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kansas City typewriter. <laughs> Why, I ought to. Um, <laughs> but he uses the gun. He shoots the mom's face off in a brutal scene. And then, like, poor Jonathan comes home, and his mom's, like, at the table. And then this mo- this asshole, like, cooks mashed potatoes. And it's just <laughs> like, he he made those mashed potatoes. You could not convince me that he did not make those mashed potatoes. It, it's very much Halloween when Michael Myers... Uh, God damn Michael Myers kills God damn Michael uh, Myers made, made them crawdads <laughs> kills the guy in the kitchen and then he, he while wearing his own mask puts on a sheet <laughs> cuts eye holes in it then puts on somebody else's <laughs> prescription glasses <laughs> where they're like Three things where you're like, this is a lot to <laughs> see anything you like. <laughs> uh, I can't see a goddamn thing. I'm all fogged up. My, my shit's all fucked up. I'm wearing two different masks. I'm hot as fuck. <laughs> I'm wearing two masks. This, this man is blind. <laughs> it's coveralls. I just walked up the steps. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite jokes I remember from our very first episode. That's going, oh, so goddamn hot. Goddamn Michael Myers. <laughs> he, but it's, I mean, he's used to that bayou heat. So he, <laughs> yeah. He's got swamp ass. You know, he's wearing coveralls. Uh, but you got the matchmaker scene where he just like cooks matchmaker and just shoves it in like her blown out face hole. And you're like, God, this is unnecessary. But yeah, I love it. That th- was the next scene. I was like, didn't he just blow her face off? Like, didn't he? He's like, man, before you blow my face off, you got to cook me dinner first. You got to cook yeah. me dinner. <laughs> Wine dine 69. Yeah. And then you have um, the other characters as they go go to the amusement park. I love me a good amusement park showdown. Oh, yeah, man. We, we can skip the whole dance party. She's on Molly thing because that just that scene just goes on for way too long. What? What do you think this movie could have been if they made uh, cuts to it? Is they tight ninety? I think it could be. I think, I think a hundred minutes to a hundred and ten minutes. I mm-hmm. think you cut at least like twenty five minutes, and you got a really solid, really well paced movie. Because I felt like I was like, I like these kills, but they could have saved them for the next one. Yeah, I didn't need all of it, you know. Yeah. Well, apparently they've got a lot planned for the next one, uh, which scares me, which makes me excited, but also terrifies me. Okay. What they got planned for the next one? Um, I what I what uh, I also like. You mentioned that in the first Terrifier, he's like making his shit, like he has like just a whip with scalpels and just like all these really nasty weapons. He takes a chair leg and puts like scissors and shit on it, mm-hmm. and like so the yeah ECW. ECW. <laughs> he and you know that's gonna like come into play. Like David Howard Thornton when he signed my Terrifier Two poster, he says to Gavin, "Let's go clubbing." And I was like, "That's funny." I uh, like that. But he kills that girl in the bathroom with the club, and it's just like not only he throws acid at her first, which is just like yeah. it, it's a which real. He mis- got the acid at the very beginning. Scene. Yeah. 
Um, it's uh, Chekhov's. Uh, <laughs> it's Chekhov's acid. acid. <laughs> if, if you show acid in the first act, you have to use it by the third act. Yeah, it's but if you a... talk about your dead dad, then don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got the, the mystery where you're like he's he's gonna club this girl, and then he just throws acid at her, and then clubs her anyway. And yeah. it's just, he, he rips her heart out, and it's just oh the gore. So you got him cutting off a dude's dick and like smearing it on a window. So that's. Fun I would have liked more dick scene, like you, you want... I more than just stabbing him directly in the dick. Like, yeah. make me cringe with it. I and I think there is a little bit of a. I, I think there is a little bit of a of an imbalance of the violence. Mm-hmm. There, he he does kill men and women, but it feels like the, the the violence towards the women is a little more prolonged and a little meaner for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he does stab a dude in the dick like six times and then cuts the dude's dick off as, you, as you're holding scissors right now. Yeah, I've, uh, I've, I fiddle with things while we record, <laughs> so. You're like, I'm just fiddling. I was like, I got some dicks to cut. Uh, <laughs> he but, gave him the, the uh, old Tijuana tuxedo. <laughs> what? Is no, that I a- made that up, but doesn't it sound good? That does sound good. Is that like a, a Colombian necktie? Am I right, everybody? Am I right? That's the formula. You got to have a place and then a tuxedo. I don't know. Cleveland uh, steamer. Alabama hot pocket. See? You can do there it. There you go. Yeah. Alabama hot pocket is a real thing, and you all should Google it uh, at work, preferably. Um, Gave me the old glass bottom boat. <laughs> the old rusted trombone. <laughs> <laughs> but you. Um, you got the scene in the amusement park, which I think is very, very good. I love that they named a ride the Terrifier to kind of tie the name into it. I thought that mm-hmm. was cool. And then you got like this cool showdown between Sienna and Art the Clown with like swords and shit. But then she dies, but comes back to life at one point, and that's where it, I kind of get confused at where things are. And I, I'm sure you were also confused. Then falls into hell. Yeah, where the something. clown cafe is. Yeah, and then like a thing of water but then the sword sword brings her back uh somehow but then i'm like i don't know the significance of the sword was that her dad's sword um it could have been her sword sword (laughs) (laughs) i sword by the stars in the sky Uh, i'll be there uh but like with the the sword uh brings her back it's and then it's like this movie had like eight endings, yeah, with, with art, but then also with Sienna. Yes, where you where where she wins, but then she also dies, but then she comes mm-hmm. back, and then she does eventually cut off Art's head, and that's a good ending for it. Um, like we said last week on H two O, whenever you cut off a villain's head, that's Pretty usually finite. yeah, that's that 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 that's usually it for them, mm-hmm. but not in this case where Art the Clown gives, has his head given birth. By the person uh, in the insane asylum or whatever, but and you got the little pale girl taking her head and her eyes glowing, uh, much like the dog from Goosebumps. But what is what is the girl clown? Do I know we talked about that? But is that like just because then they see it? See her? See it? And her brother see it? So like, yeah. we is, don't. What know. is it? Okay, we, we don't know yet. Okay, yeah. We don't, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Are we ever going to find out what it is? I think in Terrifier 3 we will find out. I think we're going to find out. I think they want I, I think they want this to be a trilogy, like a really and I I, I say a really tight story. Yeah. Uh, it's a it'll be 
It'll be a it'll be a story that hopefully gets tied up and we get all these answers to our questions that you can finally find out like But then again, isn't part of the fun not knowing what he is? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, part of it. I mean that I mean I've said it uh, Michael Myers is you don't really know what, you know, depending on which ones you watch and how you watch them, there's no real motivation, but did you notice I, on Art's wrist though? He had a he had a tattoo. What what tattoo was it, Gavin? It looks like it was like a line and a and a triangle, like a thorn. <laughs> could it could be? Uh, he also had on his other wrist. He had three triangles, mm-hmm. uh, and he was playing an ocarina also. Oh shit! On his knuckles, he had love and hate. <laughs> oh, one said Ozzy. <laughs> Wasn't it Captain Spaulding that that had like "fuck you" on his knuckles? Probably. <laughs> that sounds like Captain Spaulding. Fuck you, you fat bitch. He had to like <laughs> yo yo sloppy titted, <laughs> sloppy tits with your pancake titties. I just remember husband that going, "Your mom pussy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love saying that. Uh, just, uh, we should do. Uh, the Devil's Rejects, maybe. We should. Uh, after we talked uh, about how uncomfortable the hotel scene is, be like, yeah. I, mean, I, I don't like it, guys. I don't like it. Uh, but, but we should. But that's basically Terrifier 2. Um, I feel like we covered it pretty well. Um, I feel like I don't know what happened. but <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. But but do you, do you also think you don't know what happened? I... I'm just here. I'm... <laughs> It's here for the right because I know you love the character so much. I'm so I'm so on board at this point. Like this I is don't your want, phantasm. This is I don't think it's my phantasm, but it is kind of my phantasm. Uh, also, I do want to bring up at the horrorcon, I did meet Doug Bradley who plays Pinhead, and we mm-hmm. both agreed that you do fucking suck. So he does not like you either. I'm over here weeping like <laughs> Jesus. I was like I was like you know Brinter Hewn. He's like no. I was like all right, thank you, Mister Bradley. No, <laughs> no, he was nice. Um, very quiet. Um, and he is only forty dollars to get an autograph and a po- and, and a photo. If you want a photo with him, it's free. Who was the most expensive at the con? Uh, Spencer Car Spencer Charnis from Ice Nine Kills the lead singer. He was eighty dollars for a combo okay. for like an autograph and a photo. And I also heard that. Uh, so here's the funny story. I don't I don't care to. Um, Dave Sheridan who played Doofy in oh, Scary yeah. Movie. He, uh, apparently, uh, one of my friends had him in a movie, um, and he's very hard to work with. Um, oh, that's and- crazy that the guy that put his dick in a vacuum cleaner for a character and then just plays it out the whole uh, the He con- fucking loves being doofy, but apparently he was kind of expensive. I don't know what his prices were, but it was, like, way more expensive than, like, the guy who played doofy 25 years ago should be charging. Yeah, more than, yeah. Yeah, more than if you're more than Art the Clown or at the level of like Art the Clown, you're like, okay, we need to bring you down to earth a little bit. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but uh, that's just a that's a story. If you ever, he's just kind of he's he's very uh he's very into himself from what I heard. I I did not not meet him, but I've heard nothing but like rough things. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, let me bring him in on the Zoom meeting. Uh, Dave. <laughs> no, not Dave. No. <laughs> He's been backstage. I just moried you. <laughs> He's been backstage in the green room waiting. Oh no! God damn! Oh no! Oh no! Um, um, what was your oh shit moment? Oh shit moments gotta be the mashed potatoes. The mashed potatoes is, is, is my oh shit scene for sure. Mashed potato. I love that the mom got shot in the face through the window <laughs> because 
uh, again, it was a, he's using a gun and like he, he went to all this trouble to like hide out and then he just shoots her, you know? Yeah. He's like in the car, like being quiet, like surprise. Yeah. It, it's like Indiana Jones going back and forth with the sword and the whip and, the, and then he shoots yeah. the guy cause he had to take a poop. Yeah. The, was the, <laughs> the real story behind the scene, you know? Like, yeah. Um, uh, what's the other thing we talk about? On favorite show? kill? Oh, favorite kill. Favorite kill, hey, probably the probably the bed, probably the bedroom scene. Bedroom scene, I I do like the the opening kill where he pull he like splits the guy's head. Yeah, that really sets the tone of <laughs> we're splitting guys' heads over here from the jump. It lets you yeah. know what it's about. We say it's from the jump on this show. Yes, only show that does it. Is this movie scary? <laughs> um, I think it can be. It's it's not scary to me, but I think it could be. Yeah, it's not scary to me either, but again, we just we told you what we think is scary and not fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, that's true. Overall, are you glad you finally watched this? No. <laughs> it's fine. I now I can say that I saw it, but I I probably won't be revisiting this movie. Um and I don't I don't think it's like we didn't talk about the music. I think that was a highlight of the movie was it's very synthy, very John Carpenter, it follows um What's the the uh with the little kids on Netflix? Stranger Things. <laughs> I was like the kids on Netflix. What? But but then I felt it was like a great soundtrack, but also didn't feel like it. Some of the stuff didn't belong in this movie either. Does that make sense? It does. I really like. I, I forgot how synthy and eighties it kind of felt at times. <laughs> I I really like that opening credit sequence. Again, a little too long, but I like the opening credits of like like it's very synthy. It's very eighties. It gives a very mm-hmm. It gives Sienna a very cool, like, retro vibe. And yeah. I do really, I do enjoy the music to the, to the Terrifier series. It's very, like, sinister, very, like, wow. Like, mm-hmm. very, like, kind of like that. So I definitely think that the music is one of the highlights of it. I think the highlights and the special effects are what really carry the movie. But mm-hmm. then also you guys some really solid acting performances and just an out-of-this-world performance by David Howard Thornton. So if you would like the music, um, you would be correct. Because I think it's very well done. If you like this, what uh, what should people check out? Um, I think Terrifier <laughs> would be good. The first mm-hmm. Terrifier, of course. I think also if you enjoy Grindhouse-style movies, I think you would enjoy Planet Terror, yeah. which is part of the Grindhouse experience that Robert Rodriguez directed. There's also um, Hobo with a Shotgun. That's very good. I own that. I haven't seen it yet. I bought yeah. it like FYE for very cheap, and I just yeah. haven't watched it Hobo, yet. Hobo with a Shotgun is very good. I think also if you're going for like a B-roll, anything by Troma is going to yeah. be really good. I think Toxic Avenger is a big one right now. Mm-hmm. So I think you should watch anything by Troma. And I Hatchet think that, series. Oh, Hatchet. So good. We need to cover Hatchet. Yeah, one of them at least. Yeah, the first one probably. I think that'd be or a good the, those, like Those are fun kills. Uh, they're brutal kills, but they're also fun. There's funny in it, you know. I think it, I think if I think if they can just get the Terrifier series down to like a hatchet length, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna have. I, I think Terrifier three is gonna be just very very good. And and the director Damien Leone even said like, I don't want to do another long movie like this. Terrifier three will be shorter. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. I think that's it. 
yeah. So uh, next week, as you said, we're watching Barbarian. Finally. Barbarian, picked by you, our Patreon subscribers. Again, you can be a uh, Patreon subscriber. Patreon.com backslash they're coming to get you for just $5 a month. You can be a Patreon subscriber. Get yourself a free sticker from us that I will mail you. And I'll give you a note that says, hey, thanks for being mm-hmm. a Patreon. And then also you get bonus episodes and a, a lot of other fun stuff as well. So do that. And then, yeah, hopefully you had a good Halloween last week. Yeah. And thank you so much for listening. Leave us a review over on your favorite podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, or on Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Brent? They're coming to get you. Barbara? They're coming to get you. They're coming for you, Barbara. They're coming to get you. Coming to 